0: Welcome to Big Baller Land, presented by Lakers Pulse and Dash Radio's NBA station, Nothing But Net Radio, where we break down the games, news, and moves from the National Basketball Association. In episode 31, TJ and Jeremiah talk LeBron to the Lakers, review other free agency signings, and share some of the ways to identify with casual Laker fans. Welcome to episode 31 of Big Baller Land. We have a lot to talk about. NBA free agency, obviously. LeBron James going to the Lakers. Paul George uh, staying with the Oklahoma City Thunder for some reason. Um, Some smaller things like Zach Levine just got an offer sheet from the Kings. We'll have to see if uh, Chicago matches that. Chris Paul, Max Contract. So much going on. Last week, if you missed it, we were live on YouTube at right at midnight, breaking down all the free agent signings. Uh, that was a pretty good turnout there. We are back with our weekly episodes here, though. I am your host again, TJ, with me as always, Jeremiah. How are you doing?
1: Well, the king has arrived. Uh, I've been furiously deleting all of my negative LeBron tweets from the last 15 years. Uh, I haven't had Twitter that long, but pretty close. And uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling excited that the Lakers finally uh, delivered. Magic Johnson and Rob Palenka have brought a truly transcendent superstar to the city. So I'm really excited. Uh, I think that there's long term and there's short term benefits from this, and I'm I'm really pumped to get into it with you today.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's really crazy how that happened. I've I've disliked LeBron pretty much my whole life. We've talked about it before. Uh, starting with the Miami Heat, when he, the decision part one, when that happened. So I've disliked him for probably close to about seven or eight years. This past year, though, I really uh, started to recognize his greatness. And yeah, he might, he's obviously one of the top players of all time. So coming to the Lakers, it's huge. It, like you said, it changes not only this year, they are going to be contenders in the West this year, which is insane with how competitive it is. Um, but also down the road. I mean, they're looking at guys like Kawhi Leonard next year and there's just endless possibilities now. And they have all these one year contracts. Um, so next summer they'll have a lot of cap space again. And that's really great to, you know, think about as a Lakers fan competing, not only this year, but years down the road. Um, yeah. And what, what really stood out to you about that LeBron signing?
1: Well, first of all, it it was a roller coaster of emotions. If you watch the live stream, I'd had a few to drink, but I was very frustrated with, with missing out on Paul George. I feel like the city expected him to sign. Lakers Nation expected him to sign. And when he kind of went a different direction with that, I was very concerned with the future of the franchise. And I thought, you know, if you can't land Paul George, how are you supposed to land LeBron James? But when the Vegas odds hit 5,000 to 100, I knew that was a wrap. So I felt a lot better about it. But again, I was heading to the beach. I was in Hawaii at the time, walking down to the beach. And, you know, it was like crazy. It was like an earthquake hit. And yeah. people started talking about it. My phone started blowing up. And it was just – that was it. The Lakers were irrelevant again. And the, the biggest thing in the short term, I think, is the win totals. So, obviously, Vegas odds – Uh, are kind of based on who's gonna bet and when and why but honestly we're looking at 50 wins if you could have if you would have said hey after a 35 with season you're gonna make you're gonna make a jump to 50 50 to 60 uh nobody would have believed you but that's Mm -hmm. the LeBron effect he's like he's a truly transcendent superhuman demigod and having him here brings talented free agents and there's been a lot of debate about the subsequent signings but There's a lot of talent on this team and a lot of potential. And nobody really will know how LeBron's ability to break down defenses and facilitate is going to open up all the games of these young cores. Everyone talks about the young core over and over. Ingram, Kuzma, Alonzo. they've been by themselves by and large. There hasn't been a leader on the team. There hasn't been a a scorer on the team. Uh, And there hasn't been a superstar on the team. Uh, Just like you see bums – Uh, in in Cleveland looking okay with Mm -hmm. LeBron. I feel like when you see, you're going to see these young kids take a huge step forward in development alongside a superstar that's going to take all the defensive attention. It's going to be phenomenal. I'm so excited.
0: Oh, for sure. I mean, in Cleveland, they had J.R. Smith, you got Kyle Korver, you got these old guys and LeBron makes them look pretty good. So if you have a team of old, slow guys in Cleveland, I think that's a big reason why LeBron wanted to come to Los Angeles. He went from like a bunch of old guys who don't play defense to a bunch of young guys, and I really think this is another year for Brandon Ingram to take a big leap. He he took a huge leap from his freshman or his uh, his rookie to his sophomore season, so I think it's another big leap for him. I mean, Lavar Ball is even saying like, "You put LeBron on this team, and they're going to win the championship." I don't think they're going to win the championship this year. I think it's going to be Golden State still, but. I think they have the potential to get to the Western Conference Finals. I think LeBron and Lonzo, I think they help each other. And I think, I I mean, I I just see all the young guys taking big strides. They're already pretty good defensively, especially Lonzo. Um, You know, Lonzo on ball was incredible last year. Um, But offensively, Lonzo's shooting should go up. Um, You know, Kuzma probably going to play off the bench. That's probably what I would expect. I mean, but everywhere, just LeBron is definitely going to help these guys. And if you want to back, uh, backtrack over to Paul George, what you were saying, it's I was so confident in Paul George coming, like since last summer, um, since he got traded to, to the Thunder, I made a prediction that said oh, good he traded them. He got traded to the Thunder. They're going to get knocked out in like the first round. That tweet went viral like like two weeks ago. Um, they did get knocked out in the first round, and I thought, I mean, it's the first time. I really was confident a free agent was going to come. You know, there's Greg Monroe, who I wanted a little bit. Aldridge, I wanted. LeBron and KD years ago, I wanted. Um, All these guys who the Lakers couldn't even land a meeting with. And then, yeah, that was a killer to have Paul George sign, not even at midnight, but at like 1140. So it was, they didn't even get a meeting with him. That was kind of disappointing. Like you said, though, the LeBron odds were like 5,000 to 100 which is really good and then here we are in July 2nd and 24 hours later nothing has happened and LeBron's agent is meeting with the Philadelphia team uh, with the Philadelphia front office. So man, it was just a roller coaster of events. I was playing FIFA and it's it's like the only time I've played FIFA in like the past 6 months. I was kind of bored of Fortnite and 2K, so I hopped on FIFA in the middle of a game. My phone's blown up. Um yeah, and from there just it's booming, man. The LeBron effect on social media and the the team, how he makes the team better, man. I'm so excited for this year. I'm really confused about the Lance Stevenson signing, even Rajan Rondo. Um, didn't really love those two signings, but what are your thoughts on that? What are your thoughts on those two signings there?
1: Uh, initially, I was negative on both. Uh, After reading some really good stuff from Reed on Twitter, he's a great follow on Lakers Twitter, I realized that you might be able to defend the Rondo signing. Uh, He's always very good at facilitating. He's an assist leader each year. Uh, He isn't entirely terrible in some defensive metrics. And as long as he's coming in to push Lonzo and run the second unit, I mean, can you imagine – hitting the upgrade button from Tyler Ennis, mm-hmm. the Rajon Rondo, NBA champion Rajon Rondo. Um, I'll do that any day. And I mean, it's a one-year deal anyway. Yeah. Uh, the Lance Stevenson signing, I can't defend. There's there's personal off-the-court stuff with him that is pretty gross um, that you can look into yourself. Uh, on the court, I think he's, he's hot and cold. He's only ever been good in Indiana. I think that the one thing that he might be useful for is to be kind of an annoying thug. Uh, One of the things I hated about the Lakers young core is nobody's really a junkyard dog except Randall. And we lost Randall. So having somebody like Stevenson who can
0: go and throw an elbow. Ron Artest would always be, even if Ron Artest was on the bench and something happened across the court, he'd somehow get on the court and, you know, be throwing guys around. So, yeah,
1: exactly. So I'm thinking If Stevenson gets six minutes a game and punches someone in the face when he needs to, that's okay with me. If he's playing a major role, I'm very disappointed. I think that the (laughs) players on the team already are already better. The big thing with the Rondo, popping back over to Rajon Rondo, the big thing with with that was the opportunity cost was Julius Randle. And I I was very disappointed that the team let him go. There's a lot of reports about him and his agent. Uh, hating the Lakers and wanting to leave and wanting long-term commitments uh, but he ended up signing a two-year deal and uh, I feel like I understand that the cap space is is holy and we're protecting it for Kawhi and all sorts of, st- sorts of stuff like that but it was very frustrating to lose Randall so to lose Randall and replace him with Rondo was a yeah. tough pill to swallow but in the end I understand why and if we get Kawhi then everything's fine, and it, it was just like the the D'Angelo Russell trade. I hated, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the teams traded my favorite player two years in a row. <laughs> Same, <laughs> uh, but but in the end, you know, there's no LeBron James knocking on the door if there wasn't for that trade. So I'll take it every day, uh, twice on Sundays. So I'm gonna trust Rob and Magic. I'm gonna do the uh, the stereotypical thing and say trust the process, mm-hmm. L.A. style. What do you What are your thoughts on the extra signings we got?
0: Um. Yeah. Again. Julius Randle reached out they had a meeting with he had a meeting with uh Rob Polinka and Magic Johnson and he kind of he kind of asked to be um to have his rights renounced which would have made him an unrestricted free agent so that kind of sucked but then it was like within 10 or 15 minutes the Lakers have agreed to a contract with Rondo and immediately I didn't like it I've never liked Rondo um but you know, looking at it now, I think it's really gonna help Lonzo Ball. I think, like you said, it's a it's better than Tyler Ennis. It's honestly right now better than Alex Caruso. And in practice, Lonzo Ball is really going to be challenged um offensively. He's Rondo's a pretty good defender. He showed it in the playoffs last year, so it's definitely a step up to improve Lonzo's game. And the Lakers have arguably three of the best passers in the NBA. They have Rondo, Lonzo, and LeBron. So I think there's you know a lot of passing uh, going to happen. I don't really see Lonzo and Rondo being on the court at all too much together. Um, but I guess the signing is fine now. It's it, Again, it's one year. Um, I didn't like the Lance Stevenson signing, and I still really don't because I don't know where he's going to play and how often he will. I don't really want him to play over Hart. I don't want him to play over KCP. Uh, I don't want him to play over our forwards, obviously, LeBron, Kuzma, Ingram, even like Svee Mekhi, Luke. I want to see him get some minutes, um, just a few minutes a game, you know, to get some immediate three-point shooting. So there's like six or seven guys in front of him. I'm not really sure where he fits. He's not, he, like you said, he's he's streaky, he's hot and cold. So, you know, for what he signed for, I was not a fan of that. Um, you talked a little about cap space and, you know, Randall signing a really cheap deal. Um, there was something a couple of nights ago about Zach Levine signing with the Sacramento Kings four years, $78 million, signing an offer sheet. So Chicago has 48 hours to match that. Um, you know, what are your thoughts on Zach Levine, that contract there in Sacramento? Do you like the fit? You know, what are you, what are you thinking about that?
1: Uh, Levine is extremely athletic and young. He has a lot of potential. Um,
0: athletic, but coming off of a torn ACL as well. That's true. Uh, and, you know, it's the
1: summer of of injured folks <laughs> signing deals. So I don't know. I'm pretty ambivalent to it. I I, remember I tweeted out a tweet about what a coup it would be if the Lakers ended up snatching up Aaron Gordon, Zach Levine, and Randall, all these RFAs. Uh, That didn't end up happening, but I think he'll. It all really comes down to health for him and uh, his jumper and consistency there.
0: Yeah, the Thunder are in cap space hell as well. They, I mean, it's it's baffling how bad of a situation they are in financially. They're going to be paying. I mean, their their salary cap is so high and they're in the luxury tax so deep. They're going to be paying like. $300 Three hundred million dollars, three hundred five million dollars next year. If they don't get rid of Melo somehow, if they they've got to either trade him somehow, they've got to um, stretch, use their stretch provision on him. Um, I mean, they they got to wave, they got to do something to get rid of him to save um, a bunch of money. And that brings us back to Paul George a little bit. How do you like the fit there for Paul George? He signed that um, that pretty lengthy deal, and now it's him and Russell Westbrook for the next four to five years, they don't have a lot of cap space at all. What are you thinking with uh, the Thunder? Do you think he made the right decision, and are you happy that he's with the Thunder now, or would you rather have him on the Lakers if you had to go back in time?
1: Well, I, initially I was very angry about it, and I had a pretty negative response. Uh, after consideration, looking at the length of the deal and the roster, and okay, say, see, I still have the same basic opinion of the team. The team got... A little older, um, they brought back essentially the same crew that got beat up by the Utah Jazz in the first round, and they're paying you know hundreds of millions of dollars in taxes. Now, there's been some 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 stuff coming out of Waj uh, from ESPN, and it's being reported that Oklahoma City is actually going to be probably buying out Carmelo mm-hmm. Anthony. So it's actually they're going to be coming back without Melo and expecting to do what? It's, it's just inauthentic to me thinking a Paul George, Roberson, and yeah. and Westbrook are going to contend. And he said, I can win with Russ. He must have been talking about, I can win some regular season games, like <laughs> maybe uh, 40 or something like that. Because he certainly isn't going to win any playoff series against a decent team with that roster. So no, I don't, I don't think he made the right choice for a lot of reasons. I don't think the team is going to win. Uh, but at the same time, it's a small market team. The fans are easy to please, and they would have been in cap hell anyway if he left. It's not yeah. like they would have been better. So for OKC side, sure, they 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 hit a home run keeping him, uh, but they also traded away two excellent players in Victor Depot and Sabonis to get yeah. him there, and those guys are shining in other places, so. You
0: know, <laughs> so would you rather have him on the Lakers? I mean, I, w- I I wanted him so bad, and because earlier the last couple of months I didn't think there was a way LeBron came if there wasn't another big name here, if there wasn't Boogie or Paul George here. But now that LeBron is here, he came by himself in some one-year free agents. Do you would you rather have Paul George on the team, or would you rather have these one-year deals? They'll be free agents next year. We'll have cap space for Kawhi. There's rumors about. Damian Lillard trading uh, getting traded to the Lakers there's a lot going on right now for the Lakers would you rather have him on the team or would you rather have him sitting in OKC for three to five years
1: well that's a tough question I think it's it would be sour grapes to be pulling to get him into your city and on your team as hard as you can for a year and hoping he signs with you and then when he doesn't saying I never wanted him anyway a three-year deal is a lot of money, and this is something that John Ireland on ESPN brought up. It's a lot of money for a non superstar, and we all and I think that it would be a gross overstatement to say that Paul George is a superstar, he's a star, but he's not a superstar. And paying him a max contract uh, for three years, you know, I, I, I think that's scary. So, I'm actually comfortable how it came out. Um, I mean, a perfect scenario would have been Paul George on a one-year deal <laughs> instead of all these, you know, randos we picked up, mm-hmm. Rando Rondo and such. But uh, yeah, it's, I'm actually okay with how it dropped because the Lakers are going to have, they're going to be sitting in much better place with cap space next year. Uh, Kawhi Leonard became much more likely, in my opinion, when Paul George decided not to return because the money's going to be there. It'll be easier to facilitate a trade. So yeah. I'm I'm actually okay with him signing in OKC. I think it works out great for them if they don't plan on winning in the playoffs, which is apparently what's going on there. So, what are your thoughts? Do you are you okay losing out on on Paul George? Are you still disappointed the Lakers weren't able to seal the deal there?
0: No, I'm I'm still okay with that. Um, I mean, I I don't know how they would do against. I think it'd be a really good series if they had Paul George um, going against the Golden State Warriors. I think it'd be a really good series, but I'm Putting all my chips in for Kawhi next summer. I I I think he's still a superstar, top ten player in the NBA. Um, so I want him real bad. And with not with not having Randall, they don't have his cap space anymore. They're gonna have so much cap space next summer as well. So, um, I mean, I'd rather have Kawhi over Paul George. So I think that's where I'm at right now. Um, the Lakers, I believe, will finish about second, maybe even third in the Western Conference this year. I think Golden State, obviously, is the clear number one team in the league still. We'll talk about them in a minute. Um, yeah, I'm definitely okay with not having Paul George. It took a little bit. In our, on our live stream, everyone was saying, how do you guys feel? And actually, on Instagram, like, I posted something on Instagram, and all the comments were L's, like L-L-L, from all these Oklahoma City Thunder fan pages and from all these uh, – these, you know, Thunder fans. I was getting L's, and you you guys always think you're gonna get all these free agents, and you don't. So that sucked at the moment, and you know it took a little bit of time to get over it. But LeBron is here, and that's I mean that's way bigger than Paul George. So I'm I'm just really happy they got LeBron in this situation.
1: Yeah, you know, it's interesting when you think about this. This do we want Paul George? Would we rather have Kawhi. I think we're, it's a natural segue to Golden State because Golden State is, as many of our listeners, all of our listeners know, sign Boogie Cousins. They already have four All Stars, two MVPs. They're not going to be losing uh, anytime yeah. soon, and the only way they're going to lose is if the the formula for success in Golden State is somehow fractured. So let me ask you this: Sure, losing out on 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 Paul George is is a bummer here. But Klay Thompson is going to be a free agent here pretty soon, and if the Lakers did end up signing Paul George, then they'd be out on the Clay sweepstakes if they got into a Kawhi trade. Would the possibility of Klay Thompson, Kawhi Leonard, and LeBron James in the not-too-distant future do anything for you? Because not only does signing away uh, Kawhi from Golden State make the Lakers tremendous – uh, Kawhi would be a phenomenal, uh, complementary piece to both Kawhi and LeBron, but that fractures that Splash Brothers formula that they have in Golden State. All in one fell swoop, and I I believe that Magic and palinka are capable of doing something like that, and it would just take some creativity. And they've already shown that, and they've already prepared themselves for something like that uh signing all these one years deals. What are your thoughts on that as as a as an end point or an end game? You think that's a possibility?
0: Um I think Klay Thompson really wants to stay in Golden State, but you know that team's getting older as well. Curry's 30, 31 years old and you know, Bogey, we don't know. The thing with DeMarcus Cousins, we don't know how he's going to come back and when he's going to come back. He came he had that uh, Torn Achilles last year, and that's a tough injury. I mean, that's a 10 to 14 month recovery time. And for a guy of his size, he's 6'11, 275 pounds. That's a lot of weight to put on an Achilles. Um, I don't, I don't know if he comes back 100%. I don't think he comes back by Christmas. There were rumors that he would be back, uh, maybe February. I mean, that's fine for them because regular season doesn't mean much, anyways, to them, but, um, you know the real question is how healthy will he be will he be 100% when he comes back and if so this team's unstoppable obviously i think they win the title but if you take clay thompson off that team and demarcus cousins is not 100% of the player he was i still think that's going to be tough for them um because a, a lineup of curry at 31 32 years old and then you have kevin durant and draymond draymond's going to be a free agent in a couple years as well i think if you have LeBron, Kawhi, Klay Thompson and then the young core still. If you have Brandon Ingram always improving and Lonzo, I love Klay Thompson on the Lakers so much because he fits great right next to Lonzo. Um, yeah. both really good defensively, but if you think about it on a fast break and in the in the half court offense, um you know that that offense is lethal. So Oof. I love Paul George and if you put Kawhi at the three and LeBron at the four, I don't. There's no question in my mind they'd win the title. That's a big what if. I think the Lakers have a a really good shot at Kawhi, but you know, Clay Thompson as of right now seems to be loving Golden State, and I think it's going to be tough to drag him to LA next summer.
1: You, know, you never know. You just have to hope for you know some kind of colossal breakdown. We've seen teams, unfortunately, <laughs> Lakers teams, in the past where it was a foregone conclusion they were going to win the finals and they lose. I mean, the the Gary Payton, Carl Malone, Shaq, Kobe uh, f- team that lost to the Pistons comes to mind. And then uh, more recently, the This Is Gonna Be Fun, Dwight Howard, Steve Nash debacle. I think everyone in the NBA thought that it was a cheat code and the season didn't need to be played both of those years. Uh, and that didn't work out how everyone thought. So I guess we're hoping for that. The the big difference is both of those teams were experiments, and we've already seen this Golden State Warriors, Warriors uh, roster win multiple finals. So uh, it's it's pretty much a forgotten conclusion, if anything, could ever be. So speaking of LeBron, we're going to have a huge influx of the 3-6 Mafia LeBron fans coming into Lakers Nation, and welcome you all. My name is Jerry Witten. You can follow me at J-E-R-W-H-I-T-T-E-N on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we're happy to have you here. I came up with a little list of some key questions you can ask uh, Lakers fans. You can ask these new Lakers fans and see if they're casuals or if they really belong in lakers nation so i'm actually going to test him out on tj uh and see how he does i hope that he does well uh and we'll see how it goes are you a casual tj let's go with question number one if you had to choose one player to protect from the young lakers core who would it be brandon ingram that's correct the thing to look for lakers fans is if they say kyle kuzma or uh, anything like that any other options then that's definitely a casual question. Number two, tell me about Lonzo ball. Tell me your favorite thing about Lonzo ball, TJ.
0: Um, big baller, Britain. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) I I love how he makes players better on the team. Um, his defense is outstanding. His on ball defense is very elite. If you watch some film, um, I think it's just going to get better as he progresses. Um, yeah, I just love Lonzo balls, versatility on the court. Um
1: excellent. That's perfect. Oh, okay, you hit the keyword there. Anything basketball related that sh- should <laughs> be good. If you hear big baller, big baller brand, if you hear anything about Levar Ball or Facebook or rap, uh you're talking to a casual. Uh question number 3, what team did the Lakers get the
0: Larry Nance
1: Jr. pick from?
0: Oh man. That was That was the uh, 20 what Was that 2015? Oh, what pick was that? Hold on. That was um he was, give like you a clue tw- you he was one. like the twenty-seventh pick. Anthony Brown was like the thirty-third or something. Uh, what's a hint on this one? Man, I can't a believe The hint I'm
1: this on part. is the deal was uh, the pick was a sweetener for the Lakers to take the Jeremy Lynn
0: contract. Oh, is that Houston? Yes. Oh, so oh, okay. Houston Rockets well, now I mean, is they got they got another pick it. from Houston. Um, what other pick did they get from Houston? They got oh, the, the, the Lou Williams. They the got Lou the Lou Williams trade, yes the kuzma josh not the Kuzma, picture, josh, josh hart yeah and two for 20, yeah, yeah yeah
1: okay question number four does your car have any flags or bumper stickers about the lakers on it
0: no i don't have any bumper stickers that's all, fine
1: that. that's fine if they're brand new you're either a casual or a rich person if they're tattered and sun faded chips that's what we're looking for for a real mm-hmm. laker fan uh or none that's fine this is probably one of the most important ones. Question number five, and out or Five Guys?
0: Well, over here in the East Coast, we don't have In-N-Out, but being in Vegas this whole week, I will probably have In-N-Out like six times, and I live in the East Coast, and I don't ever have Five Guys, so in and it is for sure.
1: That's the correct answer. So little inside basketball. If somebody tells you that Five Guys is better, or if they're even close, they're definitely a casual. Number six. If you say anything, um, if they ever say anything about LeVar Ball being a factor for for free agents, then that's not really a question, but uh, that's a casual thing. Uh, name your five favorite Lakers of all time.
0: Five favorite: uh, Kobe and Kareem. I'm I'm a huge Lakers and Kobe fan because my dad grew up loving Kareem. So Kobe, Kareem, Magic. Um I would probably man ooh Paul Gasol probably um that's a tough one for the fifth I love Lamar Odom I'd probably have to go Odom there
1: Perfect yeah basically anyone who says uh you know if if they can only name current players <laughs> if they can only name like Kobe LeBron and Magic Johnson and a couple current players uh, you might be dealing with a casual person. Uh, at I, I always
0: like James Worthy as well, but his um his on-air commentary is ridiculous, and I just I can't stand him anymore.
1: Well, I like when he smokes cigars inside. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I'll ask you a couple more here before we get out. Uh, name a Lakers player who won six Man of the Year.
0: Hmm. Uh, um. I mean, I know Lou Williams, but did Lamar? I think Lamar did. He did. Excellent. You nailed it. Lou Williams
1: and Lamar both did recently, and I'm sure uh, there's been some others. Okay, and then the last one I'll ask is, what did you think about the Los Angeles Lakers signing Allen Iverson late in his career?
0: Oh, man, that's a great signing. No, that didn't happen. (laughs) uh, Yeah, he was in Denver for a little bit. That's a casual Denver, trap. Right. He did play for Denver, never was
1: on the Lakers. There's some other ones. you can check them out on my Twitter if you like I'll uh, put them out there from the big ballerland Twitter as well. The big idea, folks is uh there's gonna be some new people. we need to welcome them. We need to remind them that we hate the Celtics. We need to teach them the ways uh and we need to uh to bring them up in championshipness because that's hey, we we
0: got to do this in Vegas this week. We got to go around some Lakers fans yes. and you know, you know test their skills like this. We will do it. All right, anyways, my name's TJ, host of Big Ballerland here. You can find me on Twitter, AES Taylor, uh, Instagram, Lakers Taylor. You could also follow Lakers Pulse. There's going to be a bunch of stuff going on this week with Summer League. Um, Jeremiah, as always, Jer-Witten, Jer Witten, J E R Witten on all social media. Something exciting is going on this week for Dash Radio. If you're listening to this on Dash Radio, that's great. Um, We're also running a Dash Radio Summer League special every morning, um, 9 a.m. Eastern. I know it's kind of early for us on Central and West Coast. Um, But every single day, breaking down all the games, recapping them, and talking about the next day's game. So every morning, check that out on Dash Radio's NBA station, Nothing But Net, also on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. Um, So Jeremiah, any last thoughts?
1: Really excited for Summer League. Thank you all for listening, and we landed LeBron James. Hey, guess what? LeBron James is on the Lakers.